This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside Podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day to day routine, there's something for everyone. So, you're walking on the beach. It's nice, relaxing. You ever look out at the open sea and thought, what if I got swept away out there? What would happen to me? Well, luckily for most of us, this is an unlikely scenario for a typical beachgoer. But this nightmare can come true if you're a fisherman and something has gone terribly wrong on your trip. That's exactly what happened to one man who spent over a year alone out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. On November 17, 2012, 37-year-old Jose Salvador Alvarenga headed out on his fishing trip. His plan was pretty ambitious. He was going to spend 30 hours in the open ocean. This should have been enough time to catch plenty of fish, but not too much time to where he'd run out of food. Alvarenga planned to stay overnight in his canoe-shaped boat. The boat was 25 feet long and had neither a cabin nor any roof. If everything worked out, then chances were he'd bring home some big catch and make good money. This trip was going to be dangerous and, naturally, the man couldn't hit the water without a second pair of hands. Alvarenga's usual fishing partner couldn't go with him, so he needed to find a replacement. Finally, he found a 22-year-old volunteer who agreed to step in. The pair set out on their journey at 10 a.m. They wanted to work non-stop until 4 p.m. the next day. The men had loaded the boat with a lot of equipment and fishing gear. They had also taken a 4-by-5-foot icebox to keep their catch fresh. What the men hadn't brought was an anchor or enough food since they supposed that their trip wasn't going to take that long. Alvarenga knew that a storm was rapidly approaching the area, but nothing could stop the fishermen from starting the journey. When they were 75 miles away from the shore, the storm started to gain strength. It was already raging on land, but hadn't reached the fishermen yet. By that time, they had already caught about a thousand pounds of fish. That's when the heavy rain started. The storm had reached the men. The boat began to fill with water. The water was rising much faster than the men were able to get rid of it, and the boat was about to capsize. So Alvarenga had to take drastic measures. He dumped all the fish and several thousand dollars worth of equipment into the ocean. He managed to take control over the emergency and directed the boat toward the shore. Chakuaitl, their home port, was about six hours away. Sometime later, they saw the mountains in the distance. The two fishermen's hopes lifted. They were almost home. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. 
experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. They were just 15 miles away from the shore when their boat's engine started to falter and then died. At this point, even experienced Alvarenga was getting worried. He used the radio they had on deck to contact his boss. The latter understood how dire the situation was. He needed to know the boat's location to send help. The GPS the men had with them wasn't waterproof, so water had gotten inside the device during the storm and it wasn't working. It also turned out that the battery in the radio was low, and several minutes after Alvarenga had started talking to his boss, the radio died. The only way out was to lay anchor and wait for a rescue team, but remember, Alvarenga hadn't taken an anchor on this supposedly short fishing trip. The fisherman's boss sent help immediately because he realized how dangerous the situation was. At any moment, the boat could start drifting into the open ocean. The man also notified the authorities about what had happened to the boat. Several vessels and aircraft started a search-and-rescue operation that lasted for two days but the weather was gradually getting worse, and it eventually became impossible to keep searching. Alvarenga and his fishing partner were left on their own. And five days later, when the winds had died down a bit, they were 280 miles away from the shore, out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, with nothing but blue water all around them. Now, what do you know about the Pacific? Yes, it's very peaceful, hence the name. But it's also big. Really, really big. In fact, it's the biggest ocean on the planet. It covers 64 million square miles, which is almost 30% of the Earth's surface. And if you take all the continent's combined landmass, you'll get only 57 million square miles. That's right, it's bigger than all the Earth's land combined. There are 171 million cubic miles of water in the Pacific Ocean, which makes almost half of all the oceanic water on the planet. The Pacific also holds the title for the world's deepest ocean. Its average depth is 14,000 feet, which is 3,000 feet deeper than the Atlantic's average. Now you see how hopeless the situation looked for Alvarenga and his young companion. They had to survive in this vast expanse of water without any equipment. Sure, there are anywhere from 25,000 to 30,000 islands in the Pacific Ocean, but the fishermen had to be exceptionally lucky to come across just one of them. Several days after they drifted into the open ocean, the men were struggling to keep on without food, and more importantly, water. One more problem was the blistering sun beating down on them. At the same time, the nights were freezing, but at least Alvarenga and his partner could get inside the empty icebox to stay warm. The worst thing was terrible thirst. Finally, the stranded men caught a lucky break. It started to rain. They previously picked up some plastic bottles floating in the water when their boat passed by them. 
So the fishermen managed to save enough drinking water to hang on for at least a week. During their voyage, they fed themselves on raw fish and turtles that they caught with their bare hands. They also grabbed birds that were unlucky enough to land on the boat. Miraculously, this food was enough for the men to stay alive. But they were getting weak, especially Alvaringa's fishing partner. Tragically, he did fall ill and wasn't able to survive. Alvaringa was left all on his own in the middle of nowhere. He tried to distract himself by gathering what little food sources he could and dreaming about all the things he'd do when he got home. But would that day ever come? The chances were more and more slim. The fishermen spent months adrift in the boat. The boat kept going until one day he saw land. It was a small island, Tile Islet, that was part of the Marshall Islands. After a whopping 438 days in the open sea, on January 30th, 2014, Alvaringa finally stepped on land. At first, he thought that the island was uninhabited, and he was right. But he then managed to reach nearby Aneatok Islet, where two locals found and picked up the exhausted man. It turned out that Alvaringa had traveled almost 7,000 miles before he got to the shore. And he was fortunate to come across the island. Had he missed it, the next stop would have been the Philippines, and that's 3,000 miles further away which probably would have been about 200 more days added to his already very, very long journey. Remember, Alvarenga couldn't sail, row, navigate, or paddle. He only drifted aimlessly. After 11 days of rest and recuperation, the rescued fishermen had recovered enough to fly home to El Salvador. Jose Salvador Alvaringa's voyage was an unprecedented example of what you get when you mix a whole lot of bad luck, some very good luck, and a person's sheer will to survive.